When I'm on a river and I'm teaching someone about running a rapid and they get those big scared eyes, they're all tensed up. My standard line to them is always, hey, just smile and wiggle your butt. It works in most things in life. It gets a giggle, but the truth is, is that smiling automatically relaxes someone. It relaxes them in their boat, it loosens them up, makes them a better kayaker. It gets a chuckle, but there's a large grain of truth in this idea. Hey there, Kelly Howard here, and thank you so much for joining me today for your Body-Mind Fit Connection. Today, we're going to talk about how to communicate with your mind with your body language. But first, I love reading the reviews we get, and it gives me like this little secret thrill. And today's shout out is to Kimberly, and I'm going to butcher her last name, Ifrid, who was commenting on last week's podcast when we had Lisa on the show. Here's what Kimberly had to say. That was awesome. Resonated with every aspect of the conversation as a recent empty nester and as a corporate executive who finds herself traveling most weeks. It's definitely a struggle to keep the cortisol in check as we get older. Love, love, love this. Thank you, Kimberly. What a nice note. These days, it's pretty common for us to think about our body language and the way we relate to others by our movements. But more and more, it's coming to light that our movements and our physical action affects our minds and our emotions. Listen in. I was having a day that just wasn't one of my best recently. Probably wasn't in the top of my game. And and it showed, you know, it showed in my interactions, showed in my interactions with myself and some other people, social situations. I was just feeling out of sorts. And I went to bed that way. When I woke up the next morning, I am embarrassed to say, I had let it drag on. It was still there in my head. I'm just kind of out of sorts. I'm out for a walk with my dog, and I suddenly think about something that I've been pondering a lot lately. It may sound a little silly, okay, probably a lot goofy, but whatever. Since this podcast is for Angel Tiger Fit, I'll just say it. It's called Walk Like a Tiger. So what is walking like a tiger? Most people are aware of the mind-body connection, that your mental processes can affect your physical state. You feel frightened your heart races, embarrassed, you blush. When you think of something happy, you're likely to smile. But what about the reverse? More of a body-mind connection. The question is, does altering your physical state in some way affect your mental state? There is more and more and more research that is accumulating, and it's revealing that your body position, your postures, your gestures, your facial expressions, they do indeed influence how you think, feel, and behave. If you wrinkle your nose, an odor can smell more unpleasant. If you raise your eyebrows, you'll be more surprised by something you hear or you read. Just sitting up straight, like what they call a simple power pose, can increase self-confidence, according to a study I was reading recently. It was the European Journal of Social Psychology. It was done back in 2009. And what they did was they had participants write down their strengths and weaknesses and then describe themselves in a variety of ways including whether they were good candidates for a job. Those who did the task while sitting up straight, chest out, what they call a confident posture, rated themselves higher and had more confidence in their self-attitudes than those who sat in what they call a slumped posture, the doubtful posture, which is slumped, face looking down at your knees, doubtful posture. Can I repeat that? And I'm going to do the postures while I say it. Let's see if I can do this and see if it makes any difference in how my voice carries. So those who did the task while sitting up straight, chest out, confident posture, versus those who did the test with doubtful posture, which is slumped, 
face looking down at the knees, doubtful posture. I know for myself, I can tell the difference. Maybe not totally in my voice, but definitely in the way I feel. There was another researcher named Fritz Strack who came up with an experiment to examine the relationship between facial expressions and emotions. He took two groups. The first group was told to hold a pin between their teeth. The second group put a pin between their lips. So participants of the first group looked like they were smiling. However, the second group, they had this grim face because they're holding a pin pressed between their lips. While in this position, he had everyone read a comic. Then rate how funny they thought it was. Guess what? The participants with a pin between their teeth, the ones that were smiling, found it much funnier than the ones with a pin between their lips. So putting a smile on your face, even a fake one, is often enough to cheer you up if needed and relax you, like my new friends on Rivers. They're always more relaxed when they're smiling, every time. I'm sure you've heard about the idea of like personal body language and how it can affect other people, but we're learning just more and more and more how our personal body language affects us. In the show notes, I'm linking to a TED Talk, and it's by a lady by the name of Amy Cuddy. It is definitely worth the 20-minute watch. I found it a fascinating, fascinating TED Talk. She talks about another big piece of this puzzle, and it's that there's a lot of science behind this idea. It shows that the way we project or we protect ourselves also affects how we feel about ourselves. And it's not just like on a surface level. It's not like if I smile, then I'll be happy. But you can literally change your hormones by the way you change your body language. Your body language then changes your mind. Your mind changes your cortisone and your testosterone. It's just like it's this fascinating link. And there's all this science that they've come up with behind this. I also have a link to a device called, I think it's called a Lumo Posture Tracker. And basically what happens is that when you slump, it just shocks the hell out of you. Just kidding. It just gives you a little reminder when you're slumping or slouching because people do it. You do it all the time if you're not thinking about it. And it's probably a really important little device for those of us who are always on their phone. You know that phone posture people have these days where they're looking at their phone and their shoulders are rolled forward? I can tell you that posture is probably not the best for anyone. Now I'm starting to sound like my mom, but she was a heck of a role model because she was a yoga instructor until she was 83. But but think about something like that. If your posture isn't, if you're not in that confident pose like they talk about consistently, then maybe you need something to just to remind yourself. And, and there's a lot of different devices out there. This just happens to be one of them that I ran into that looks pretty simple. Coming back to walking like a tiger. I mean, what is it? A few years ago, I was on a kayaking trip and trust me, I know all my stories are kayaking stories, just whatever, bear with me, okay? So I'd run this river that had totally intimidated me, but I did it, and I ran it, and I felt great. I kind of felt like, you know, I'd kick some river butt. I got off the river, and I started driving home, and I stopped to grab a bite to eat. And as I walked up to the counter, I was still feeling pretty darn good with myself, right? And the young guy behind the counter looked at me, and he just said, whoa, you look like you could do anything. And then he got embarrassed. I laughed. I mean, what a great compliment, right? And I thanked him. I mean, it made me feel super. And as I got back into my car, I couldn't help thinking, I do feel like I could do anything. And I noticed that I was walking like I could do anything. So think about it. Change your body, change your mind. Thank you again so much for joining us today. Please let me know what topics you want to cover. You can drop a note and you can pick up the cliff notes over at angeltigerfit.com. 
A big shout out to Riley and the team at Podigy.co. They are my secret sauce when it comes to reducing stress and making this podcast sound awesome. Check them out. And you can check them out at Podigy.co or find them on our show notes. We have a couple of special guest interviews in December. One of them is an Olympic gold medalist, and the other one is a modern day shaman who also happens to be my coach. Have a wonderful week. I will see you next time. And in the meantime, don't forget, smile and wiggle your butt.